Hello football fans and welcome to episode number 32 of View from the Sideline podcast. Coming up this week we review the action from the weekend's football including another three points for Man City and Liverpool to maintain their neck and neck race for the title. Lucas Moura hits a hat-trick for Spurs and Pogba's two penalties are enough for United. In the EFL, we say goodbye to Ipswich as they are relegated from the Championship. Sunderland and Coventry serve up a nine-goal thriller and Lincoln secure promotion from League Two. Pete is back with another teaser and we've got an update on the predictions challenge from the weekend. With relegation confirmed for Huddersfield and Fulham, our special topic this week is around the difficulty in getting back into the Premier League after relegation. Hello and welcome to View from the Sideline podcast. This is episode 32. Um, Rich is here. Hi Chris, how are you doing? Good evening to you. Good evening. Are you okay? I'm good, yeah. I am good. Good, good, thank you. That's alright then. Good good scores at the weekend for you, not not so much for me. Uh, But we will uh, discuss that a bit later on. But um, I believe you've got another teaser from Pete. Yep. Pete has given us another teaser. Yeah, he's got his own little segment. Bless him, he loves it. Um, so this is this is for you this week, Chris, because um, you know I know I know the answer to this yeah. one. Um, okay. I'm not quite sure how it came about, how I how I found out the answer, but um, I think I just asked him and he told me, which <laughs> yeah. was uh, which a bit, a bit silly, yeah. But um, I didn't know it. I didn't know it, but I do now. So. Um, Pete's teaser this week is which three teams have won the Premier League but have also been relegated from the Premier League? Okay. Does that make sense to you? Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes, it does make sense. So three teams that have won I've it got, I think and I've got also two. been relegated. I think I've got two. I just, I'll have to. I think that's where I was. I, I had two and then the um, the third one I could not get. I'm sure you will. Yeah, no, the, the, the third one's causing me a bit thinking. Never mind. I'll uh, I'll have a think about whilst we uh, whilst we go through. But, yeah, we'll um, we'll, uh, we'll come back to that at the end. So we'll we'll go into the Premier League review. We'll start off at Leicester versus Newcastle. Um, a bit bit of a strange one. This obviously after a good start for Brendan Rodgers as Leicester manager, it kind of all came undone a little bit on on a Friday. Um, and I, I think I think Newcastle with, with the win there probably have confirmed their safety. I would I would have said. But what, what did you think? Um, well, I'm not I'm not sure if it was an upset or not. To be honest, um, I think it was one of those games that you would probably. I mean, you probably would have expected Leicester to win it the way that they've been playing recently. But Newcastle aren't a bad side. Um, I mean, I'd probably agree with you about that they are probably safe now. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, Cardiff Brighton is going on uh, as we're recording. Cardiff are currently 1 0 up. Uh, but we'll we'll come on to that later on. But Newcastle are, I mean, even if Cardiff do win tonight, Newcastle are still seven points clear with only four games to go. Yeah. So, I mean, although. <laughs> You'd you'd expect them to be safe, but it's it's a straight. It was a strange game, I thought, because they're two. I I kind of put them in the same bracket, really. I mean, 
they've both got an awful lot of potential. I mean, Leicester's form's been a lot better than Newcastle's has of late. I mean, I think that was Leicester's first defeat in five, four or five, something like that. Um, and I mean, they're, they're seventh in the table at the moment. So yeah. it, it was it was a bit of a surprise, but it could have gone either way, really. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I thought Newcastle played well. Um, but yeah, both both... I think Leicester have done, like you said, a lot better recently, and and I think I think they do deserve to be in the position they're in at the moment. I think seventh, I think between them, Wolves and Watford, I think it's going to be quite close. But I think Newcastle, Newcastle have clearly got a bit more to play for than than Leicester had. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so maybe that was something. I think the yeah. the interesting thing with Newcastle, especially, that I know the talk of. Um, a buyer coming back in for the club in the summer sort of kicked up again. Whether Benitez will stay because there seems to be a bit, they seem to be at loggerheads a little bit where Benitez wants sort of reassurances around transfers and funds and things like that. Yeah. And any new potential buyer wants reassurances possibly around his contract and things like that. So um, it'd be interesting to see what happens at Newcastle, but history will probably tell us that. Not a lot will happen, and probably, then next season will probably be quite similar so, yeah. to, to, to this one. So yeah. we'll see. But cool. yeah, strange we'll, uh, game, but a good one. We'll move on um, to the Tottenham Huddersfield game. Um, one one thing, just quickly, because I'm sure you've got a few things on this one, but um, I don't think there would have been anyone out there that would have seen anything other than a Tottenham win. I think even in our predictions, I, I went for three 0 You went for four 0 um, which I think kind of sums up the confidence that, that we sort of have in Huddersfield at the moment. Um, and unfortunately for them, it just seems to be getting worse and worse each as each week goes on. They seem to be conceding one more goal than the last week. So, uh, But saying that, obviously, Lucas Mora uh, getting a hat-trick. Um, who needs Harry Kane, eh? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, just on your first point, I think apart from um, apart from the win at Wolves, I think the last time Huddersfield, I'm, ju- I'm just sorry, I'm just checking their results. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, their last two wins, they they got a 2-0 win away at Wolves on the 25th of November last year. And then they beat Wolves at home oh, in, in sorry, February. Rich, um, Barcelona have just scored. Have the, oh uh, the the little magician Lionel Messi has got the goal. So. Possib- possibly game over. Yeah, uh, but we'll, uh, we'll we'll keep you posted on that one uh, throughout the record. Sorry to cut you off there, Chris. I'll cut <laughs> you off. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean Huddersfield's last two wins have, have, have both came against Wolves. Apart from a nil-nil draw against Cardiff, in amongst that they've lost every game. Um, so yes, I agree with you that mm, no one really expected Huddersfield to go to the Spurs and win, um, whether Harry Kane was playing or not. Um, I do think that once once Spurs broke them down and got the first goal, and it was a good goal if, if you haven't seen it, one yard was a good finish. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably not the sort of finish that, that he's he's he known took it round, for. He took it round someone, didn't he? And then... Yeah, it's a good finish. It was a, it's sort of a, a Lampard-esque run into the box and a, and a, and a decent finish. Um, so, yeah, no one probably expected anything other than a Spurs win. I think the, the, the two late goals sort of put a bit more of a gloss on it than 
than maybe there should have been. It, it's difficult to to sort of review Spurs in a game like that because they've they've just come off the Champions League win against Man City. They've got the game against Huddersfield, which I think whichever team Spurs had put out, they they would probably win it. Yeah. And then obviously they're going into the second leg tomorrow night. Um, obviously Spurs wanted the three points to keep to keep the push for the top four, but um, it was a strange game. I mean, Huddersfield had a few chances. They, I mean, they could have scored and probably should have done. Um, but Lucas Moura was was on fire. I mean, all three of his goals were, the, were, were third good finishes. Was probably my favorite, I think. Yeah, it was a great great finish, and he's. He, he hasn't done himself any harm to get into the squad tomorrow. Oh, no. I think um, maybe I think, st- I think it'll be the yeah. similar sort of squad. Yeah, I think uh, maybe, maybe. I don't know if Llorente will start. I'm not sure if Llorente will start, but no, I don't think he. I will. think you I could think... definitely use Sun up top. You could even yeah. even have two up top with Moore and Sun. I think I, I think Alderweireld will probably come in for Foyt at the back. Yeah. Um I'm not sure when Yama will play. Um well I don't think he'll start, but but we'll see. But I mean it was it was a comprehensive win, another win at the new stadium. I've got my programme. If you haven't seen it, Chris, I know you're very jealous. Um I've read it and it's gone back in the protect uh, protective back packaging. In there, it? Yeah. it has, I have back read it. Back in the secret yeah. box in the chest. Yeah. Under yeah. the guarded um, by two two goblins in the cupboard um <laughs> but uh, yeah i mean it, I'm, I'm falling in love with that stadium more and more every time i see oh, it it just looks absolutely amazing oh, yeah. Right, yeah, um, we'll so yeah a, a comfortable win a comfortable win speaking speaking of comfortable wins uh brighton versus bournemouth crikey oh. I, don't think, I didn't didn't see that coming oh. um, i didn't chris, see that coming chris, uh and after the game he said it was the worst performance he had seen since becoming Brighton manager, and I really cannot disagree. But oh, Barcelona have scored again. Two oh. 0 Messi scored again. Two 0 twenty minutes. He's, he's getting sacked in the yeah. morning. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, just uh, I think the what I know Brighton were awful in this game, but that two-footed lunge by Knockhart, that that was just. A horrendous tackle. I just, you just don't know what he was thinking at that point. I know they were two 0 down at the time, but you know, he just he did not do any favors for for anyone for Brighton that, that, that No, day. he he no, he didn't. But I'm not. To be honest, the way Brighton have been or the way they were playing in that game, I'm not sure if he did stay on the pitch. I mean, I'm not sure it would have been five nil, but um. I'm not sure what's happened to Brighton. Um, if, if you look through through their sort of previous results, I mean they've got a few wins yeah. scattered here and there, but there are more losses. And I think that if you were to turn around, maybe two or three months ago, and and say going into the last three or four games of the season, it's going to be Brighton are going to be the team that that are battling against Cardiff to for relegation, you'd be oh, pretty yeah, well, surprised. The, the I mean, game tonight is... <laughs> well, yeah, yeah I mean, we may as well... Cardiff, you'd expect, you know, you'd expect them to, to turn up to this game, you know, just despite the result of the weekend, you know, this will... they 
the thing is, they will have a game in hand over Cardiff, I believe. Because uh, I believe Cardiff have actually played one more than them. So. Yeah, they have. But the way Brighton are playing at the moment, are you really confident that they're going to put the three points on the board? I, well, mean, I think, yeah, Cardiff I, I, pretty difficult running as well. Yeah, they have. But I mean, I completely agree with you about tonight. I mean, Brighton at home, that used to... It's a tricky game. I mean, I remember, I'm sure you remember Chelsea going down there, but I remember Spurs going down there and scraping wins and sort of by the odd goal here yeah. and there. And it happens to a lot of, a lot of the big sides that go down to Brighton. It's normally a difficult place to go. And I mean, I think you, you can't say that neither team have got anything to play for. This, this is probably, this is your, your, your definition of a six pointer in football. I think oh, yeah. that yeah. Um, Cardiff get the three points tonight. They're only two points behind. That's one win. And the way, the way Brighton are playing at the moment, like I say, you can't, you can't assume uh, yeah. that they're going to, at, at the same time, you can't assume that Cardiff uh, aren't going to take points against Liverpool. You, I mean, you never know. Um oh, yeah. That they're fighting for their for their Premier League survival. So I was just really disappointed with Brighton. Yeah, take game. nothing away from Bournemouth though. They, they you know, oh they were they, awesome, they were brilliant. Literally, Five different goal times, scorers as well, which you, you don't they, see that very often. When they got the ball in the box, there was th- at least two or three men at a time, like que- literally queuing for for, for, for yeah. the goal. It's just it's just Brighton were poor yeah. defensively. I know I, I did notice from. Uh, from Bournemouth uh, starting lineup, obviously what we were talking about last week that Begovic was dropped. They uh, Arthur yeah. Borat was was back in goal, which um, didn't really surprise me, especially after last week's performance. Didn't but... really have a lot to see. Didn't no, he didn't. But I mean, you've got I, I, when you're a manager, you're being interviewed post match. I mean, you 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 can kind of say anything you want, really, and I, I do kind of agree with Eddie Howe. And I agree with Chris Hewitt as well. I mean, Brighton were awful, but you can't take anything away from Bournemouth in the no. respect of how well they played and how bad they made Brighton look. I mean, um, Bournemouth obviously contributed to the fact that Brighton was so poor. Um, and not again, the sending off is just is just ridiculous. You could all when he yeah, walked past, you could see it, yeah. When he was going down the tunnel past Chris <laughs> Hewitt, and you could almost you could almost feel him thinking, "I hope he, I'm not going to make eye contact. I hope he doesn't say anything to me. If I can just get down the tunnel, um, then I'm then I'm sort of out of harm's way." But yeah, a great win for Bournemouth. They're 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 pretty much well. They're definitely safe, aren't oh, they? Oh yeah, really? definitely. Yeah. Um, 10 points clear. I mean, not mathematically, but they're 10 points clear of, of Cardiff. So you'd think Bournemouth would be all right. And they'll, yeah. they'll be there. They'll be there in Premier League next year. So yeah. they'll um, they'll take some scalps, I'm sure. Okay, so next up is the Southampton Wolves game. Uh, so, well, Southampton playing really, really well here. And uh, Redmond getting on the score sheet twice. And obviously Shane Long scoring as well. Um, do you, know that's, school, do you know that's the first time in three years, so this is a Premier League striker, first time in three years yeah. he scored in back-to-back games, Shane Long. Well, Shane Long? Yeah, it's the first time Blimey. in three years. But only mind he hadn't scored a goal for a year, and I think he's got three or four this season. What uh, a great return, though, is it? No, it's not. It's not. It's not <laughs> at all. expect that, 
again, the fact that it's the first time in, in years that he's gone back to back. This was a strange game for me. Yeah, it, it, it was a strange game. Weird to see Wolves vulnerable as well at the back because they've been quite well. They've done quite well at the back this season, but I don't know whether it was still in their heads about their, their Wolves hangover at the weekend. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that I did. I did hear this. This said during the week that um, the, the the loss to Watford in the semi final was probably still having an effect on them. But I kind of look at it the other way, and I think that I would want my team to go out and move beyond that and sort of get over that, and then yeah. forget about it. I mean, I know it's difficult, but I thought that Saints Saints are probably. I know again. They're not mathematically safe. If, if, if the teams above them aren't, they're not going to be. But I think Saints will now be okay. Um, I was just a bit disappointed. I went for a. I think I went for a Wolves winning yeah. that one on the predictions. But I just, I just, it just looked like that they had, they just weren't that bothered. <laughs> I think no, you know, maybe, it just didn't, maybe. It was just odd. Anyway, I mean, they they've got nothing to play for now, no. Wolves, apart from pride. Yeah. But I mean. First, I know they're on exactly the same points as Leicester, so they're only separated by goal difference. Wolves do have a game in hand, but first season back in the Premier League, if you if you were Wolves and you finished seventh, I think that's a huge achievement. The, the, the established oh, yeah. top yeah. six, you're probably not going to break into that ever, I don't think. But um, for Wolves to finish seventh would would be great. But yeah. mm, fair play to Saints, so they're before, playing well. Um, so. Before we go into the Fulham game, Ronaldo has scored four. Juventus. So Messi has scored uh, twice and Ronaldo has scored once tonight. <laughs> so it'll be uh, so it'll be um Barca Liverpool and Spurs Juventus. Two tasty semi finals. City Juventus, which is correct, yeah, sorry. Well, anyway. You don't know. Fulham Everton game. Mm, not oh. not too much, but again, Everton what? nowhere near their best. But Fulham probably having one of their better performances of the season. But it's just a little bit too late. Ever, ever, this, no, this, was, this was a strange one for me. It's kind of like Fulham, you know, don't start playing once you've already relegated. But yeah, maybe yeah. that's what they needed. Oh yeah. Maybe it, maybe it was the, the 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 expectation of the relegation being lifted that made them play the way they did. Oh, yeah, and Everton, maybe. the way the way they've been, three wins on the bounce, and then. They've I beat mean, Chelsea and Arsenal, and now they've just gone to full yeah, and lost. Yeah, absolutely. Crazy, I, 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 I heard. I can't remember. I can't. It might have been on social media, but I did read that some someone had a an accumulator over the weekend for like it was worth oh, no. I don't know seven eight hundred pounds or something, and it was yeah. Everton, Everton were the only team that let them down. Um, oh, and I think you probably would have had it as a banker for, for Everton to win, especially oh, yeah. where they've been playing. But yeah, fair dues. First win for Scott Parker. Um, doesn't really do an awful lot for it's Everton. Team, it? No, not really. <laughs> no, unfortunately, you're getting into the realms where you've got these dead rubber games. Yeah, that's but, the thing. Yeah. There's, there's literally, I'd, I'd say that the the race for third and fourth is probably the most exciting thing about the. I know, I know you've got first and second, but. I, I oh, it's, it's all at the top end. It's yeah, all at the, the top, top end. Six, I think, it? yeah, yeah. See what happens. But anyway, uh, the Burnley Cardiff game. Uh, Neil Warnock is, is uh, not having much luck with the referees at the moment. Um, I personally thought that he, they probably should have had two penalties in this game. I thought 
I thought although the hand, I I thought it was handball. I know that he came out after the game, then me and said that there wasn't a lot he could have done, as it was that close. And then the foul um, on the Cardiff player as well. I think it's, is it Gunnarsson? I think it is Gunnarsson. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I was a penalty. Yeah. I, I was just. Uh, I mean, I just just to just to plug the website very quickly, Chris. So we've we've got a new blog. I'm sure you know this. It's our website. We, we've had a new blog go on today, which is about refereeing and who would want to be a ref. And in in, in the blog, yeah. Well, no, but I've, I've, to, to be honest, when I wrote it, I used an example of of the Chelsea game. Not not to oh. anything against you, Chris, but and I think that's almost followed over into the Cardiff game. So. I don't think it was a handball, personally. I, I think the second one was a foul. But on the handball, yeah. um, I don't. I don't want to change your mind, but no, no. I, I, I just think that if you're talking about Danny Rose against City during the week, if if that is a penalty, because he is making his body bigger than is natural, and if the ball strikes your hand. It, it then becomes a penalty. If you use that logic, then the handball, um, I can't remember who the Burnley player was, the, 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 the defender, but then surely if you use the same logic, then that is also a handball because his arms are at the side of his body yeah, and it's hit his hand. Therefore, he's making his body bigger. So th- th- this is... But I personally don't think that's a penalty because... How how do you expect him to get his hand out of the way? I mean, there's yeah. almost something to say that it's well, brought to hand, but this is the thing. I don't like, know. With, it's, with it's the so AR difficult. coming in, is this because it got overturned, didn't it? That was the one that got. Was that? It was that one that got overturned because the yeah, it was. Gave, yeah, yeah, he gave it. Yeah, and then... the linesman gave it, but I, I don't know how it was overturned because the linesman gave it. I, I guess it's because the referee has the final decision. Yeah. Warlock was not happy. Though. No, he wasn't. <laughs> but I, I think it's more the second one. But I mean, yeah. that I, I don't know. It, it's so difficult. It's so you. difficult. And that yeah. handball. If you take that to VAR, that yeah. is, and it's no different to the Danny Rose one. It's an interpretation. There's yeah. no, there's no the letter is, of the law that says that's a handball. So you say, obviously going back to the Chelsea game and the Burnley game at the weekend. Although they sh- probably should be getting one or two of these decisions, they still have to keep playing. And, you know, they switched off again against Burnley for the second goal. They completely switched off. Uh, and what I'm trying to yeah. say is that they, although they aren't getting these decisions, you know, they still they still have to keep going. That You know, it just, it just seems like that those two games in particular where... where Let's say the referee has probably got it wrong in one or two instances. They still should be carrying on with the game until the full time whistle. Then have your grievances. Then, yeah, I mean, you're yeah. absolutely you're absolutely right. The the only sort of slight argument I would put against that, and to to use both games as an example, if if, if you look at the Chelsea game, so they they should have had a penalty at one nil. If yeah. you're two, if you're two nil up against Chelsea, 
regardless of whether the, the equaliser was offside and, and the, the sending off and all sorts of things like that, if you're 2-0 up against Chelsea, your mindset is completely different yeah. than, than you are if it's one all you're at home and you're, you're coming up to 90 minutes. And it's exactly the same with the Burnley game. If, if you're one all away at Burnley... In in with like five ten minutes to go, your mindset is completely different than it is if you're one nil down, because there's no need to chase the game. The sort of your tactics will be different, and I completely agree with you. They did switch off for the second goal. To be honest, I think they switched off for the first one. I mean, yeah. sort of Chris Wood just sort of ghosted in and had had a free header. But I think that it, it, there's a lot of psychological sort of impacts on this I think where you're not getting the decisions you you, you desperately want the points so I, I get what you mean but yeah. I, I do I do think there's an element okay. of how, how you go about the game and I, I personally I don't buy this whole it evens itself out as well because I'm uh, not sure I'm not sure where these I don't buy that <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think it's anything specifically against Cardiff. I don't think that for one second. No. But it is not it is not helping them. It is no. just not helping them. I think they was it West Ham they played earlier in the season as well at home. Well, it was relatively recently, and they had probably the most blatant penalty you've ever seen, and it, and it wasn't it was, awarded. Yeah. And I think they went on to lose three or four one or something. <clears throat> yeah. um, I don't know. Okay. Go to the website. Anyone, anyone listening who's got a view, go on the go on the website and read the blog. Because I mean, uh, refs, officials are human at the end of the day, and um, they're going to get stuff wrong. I'm not convinced VAR is going to clear it up because it's an interpretation. So, maybe not in West Ham. Speaking of penalties, uh, yes. On, so, in my eyes, I thought that the first one, I didn't think it was a penalty. I thought it was on the 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 line. I don't think it was inside, and I don't really think it was that much of a bad tackle anyway. And the second one, no. I thought Marshall was offside. He was offside. He, through, so. he was offside. I, I'm not. I, I don't uh, think the. I don't think the awarding of the penalties is is the talking point in in this one. I completely agree with you. I think the first one is borderline. I think yeah. if he, if they hadn't given it, you wouldn't be surprised. Um, uh, and the second Ham, one, yeah. Sorry, you got, yeah, no, 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 you carry yeah. on. No, you carry on. I was on. just going to say, I thought West Ham played quite well. I thought. I agree. Um, I didn't think May United were that great. You know, without the penalties, they didn't really look like that they were creating a lot. They looked quite wobbly at the back, especially obviously the goal. De Gea's throw out was terrible. Lloris and would and... never do that, would he? Yes. <laughs> Anderson. Anderson was free at the back post for, for his goal. Antonio. You know, should have probably scored, but De Gea made a really, really good save. I just, I thought West Ham were quite. I watched the game. I thought they were quite unlucky. I thought, you know, may not were in it in the game in spells, but definitely second half, West Ham at one all looked the more threatening. I would say, and I would say that the penalty probably came against the run of play. So, but he was yeah. definitely offside. He 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 was offside. So I, do you know what, Chris? I I couldn't agree with you more. I think at, at one all, I was really surprised West Ham didn't win that game. Yeah. They, had, um, they had chances. They had, Antonio you know. hit the bar. I mean, De Gea's save was was out of this world. But West Ham still had chances. Um, 
the, the second penalty, yeah, he is offside. And the, do you know the the thing that really annoyed me here, and I've got nothing against Man United, is is Felipe Anderson's first goal in the first half. How on earth that was given offside? I've got yeah. no idea. And I don't I don't want to turn this into a. a a, a, a podcast <laughs> like bashing officials and stuff. It's and, the referee podcast. Yeah, and I don't want to keep plugging the blog that's on the website. Get but it, but it, if if anything, that was one of the reasons why it seemed like a, a really relevant topic. I think there yeah. was a lot of discussion over the weekend about the officials, and it it it, baff, it baffles me how you can go from Cardiff Chelsea, where he's blatantly offside but they don't see it. But then you can flag something offside because you think he's offside. But I know a player is either offside or they're not. There's no in-between. They're they're either offside or they're not. But you can also flag someone offside by literally like an inch. If if you can see that, that detail to flag someone offside by such a small margin... How is missing someone who's offside by two or three yards so difficult? That's that's yeah. what I don't get. Uh, but I know. as a game of football, if I was West Ham, I'd be disappointed. If I was United, yeah. I think I'd got away with Very one athletic. there. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Palace Man City next. I can feel um, myself ranting about referees, Chris. You're going to have to rein me in. <laughs> The, the now, Palace now, Man's... now, um, now Everton yeah. are playing pretty well. I've got nothing to rant about. Well, play that well at the weekend. <laughs> it's going to have to be a fit. No, um, I can't go back now. I think I praised them too much. City, uh, they did what was needed to be done. Um, they did play very well. You'd say it was probably a potential banana skin for Man City. So they lost early. I think they've lost to Palace the last two games they've played against them, haven't they? I, I saw somewhere. Um, but Raheem Sterling. It's what a season he's having at the moment. Like he's definitely one. Of well, you saw you saw the older news in that one where he missed. It was almost yeah, an open yeah, goal, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? From six or seven yards, he, he used to do a lot of that. But but, but then he goes and scores his first goal, which was was an, an amazing finish. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. This is going to sound pretty, maybe controversial, but I actually. Excuse me. I actually thought that City being away to Palace was a harder game than Liverpool being at home to Chelsea. Nothing against Chelsea. Yeah, I'd agree. But you you kind of knew the way Chelsea were going to set up, etc. Yeah. And I I did think that the the Palace would be would be the bigger test out of those two games. Yeah. And our mate. Milohojevic. Mil- 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 he scored, got, but it wasn't yes, a penalty. But I've got two questions about him. It was a free One, kick, wasn't it? Yeah. It was is, kick. is he capable of hitting a moving football? <laughs> that, that's, that's my first he's like question. Equi- this is going to sound really bad, but in American football, he's the guy that he's the kicker, isn't he? That's, he that's my second question. Is, oh. he, is, he is special teams. He's special teams, yeah. He Do you should think he trains on his own. He just trains from the penalty spot. I think he it. should. He should be purely brought on for dead ball situations and nothing else. <laughs> I, I'm sure. <laughs> you know what? When he scored, I was actually keeping an eye out for him to hit a moving football in normal play because I've never seen him do it. Um, it, I didn't yeah. realise he was a free kick taker, to be honest. But I he, suppose no, he probably isn't, mate. He probably just. What's that? That's eleven. 
setting his range. The, the weird thing is, I think I think he's scored 11 or 12 goals now. And apart from the three, I'm sure the other one's with his head. I don't think he's scored a he goal scored, from a move. He's scored open play with his foot. I don't think he has. He can't I don't be. think he, he has. That is, get hold that, gonna, that's a get hell of a stat. I'm going to get hold of him, man. I told you, put put he's he's your he's your cheeky sort of two pound two pound uh, steak. Problem. I'm not supposed to get hold of him. I can't spell his name. Nilla Hoyadovic. I'll get there. Anyway, we just we just call him the penalty king or the 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 dead the dead ball king. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, not surprised. City won. They 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 deserved it. Palace, you know, they're sort of in that. They're sort of in that bracket of teams, I think, where all by mathematical that they're. I mean, they're safe. So they've done um, they have season. Palace, yeah, they have. They yeah, have. They've... And I know he, Roy Hodgson, was was one of those ones that I thought you you could absolutely make a case for for him being in like any manager of the year conversations because. Yeah. If you think about where Palace were when he went in there and where they are now, I mean, they're not pulling up trees and sort of pushing for Europe, but he's a steady choice. He is. They are. They are as they are as steady and as established in the Premier League as they come. I think so. Yeah, yeah, he's doing a good job. Right, I've been putting this off far too long. Liverpool versus Chelsea. The the thing for me. A goal. Yeah. What a goal! I can't even be angry at him because it's such a good what goal. a goal! Do you know what? I just say one thing, and you you can lead on this one. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when he hit it the first time I saw it, I thought the keeper's got to do better there. Uh, that was my initial yeah. thought to score from that angle that far out. The keeper's got to do better. But the more I watched it, I think it was just the I, power behind. I it just well. thought if you think... if you got your hand in the way of that, it would come off. It would it would detach from your arm. That was yeah. like a laser okay. guided, unbelievable goal. Well, let me let me start. So the, the kickoff was at four thirty. The team news comes in at three. Good. Good analysis, Chris, to tell us the kickoff time. Yeah. Good, good analysis there. Well, there's a story behind it. <clears throat> oh, so okay. I checked I check my phone at 3.30 because the teams always come out an hour before kickoff. I look down at the team and there's no striker on there. So straight away from that, from that, I already know how we're going to try and play this game. And probably for the first half, it, it kind of worked. But Liverpool soon sussed it out. And second half, you know, they just dominated. Albeit, we probably should have scored twice. Hazard hitting the post, which is very unlike him, and the the cross that came in, he he should have done better. Could have made it to all, but it was it's it, it's it's just it, I didn't expect to win. To be honest, at halftime, I thought the best we could probably do was a draw, but he brought Higuain on, and it was like it was like. He's so slow. I, I can't understand why he, he seemed to slow the game down. <laughs> Chris, is fi- Chris is finally seeing the light with Higuain. Was... I, I, just got, I just got one question for yeah, you, yeah. Chris. And this yeah. is something that puzzles me sometimes. And I, I had this conversation during the week with, with a Liverpool fan, strangely enough. And I, I don't know, I don't think you, you, you could say this about Spurs, but 
if I'm if I'm going to play Liverpool and I'm Chelsea, uh, or I'm, I'm any sort of top top six, top maybe top eight club, yeah. if I'm going to Anfield to play Liverpool, is it not the case where the best way to combat Liverpool is to do what they do to you, to go out and attack, attack them? Yeah, that's if exactly you, what I would have done. If you yes. think that the players that Chelsea have got, Hazard, Willian, even Giroud or Higuain, I'm not Higuain's greatest fan, as you know, but if you're putting the emphasis on making them have to defend and they haven't got the ball to attack you, is is that not the best form of defence? And I kind of think that when Spurs went there last week, I think we sort of gave it... A, I didn't expect to take any, anything away from Anfield, to be honest, but... No. I think at least we gave it a go. When you look at Mourinho, when he took United there and it was park the bus, I don't get why teams go to Anfield to park the bus. It didn't really make a lot of sense, to be honest. Chelsea didn't park the bus, but I I would have just expected a little bit more for them, Mm. from them. I mean, and ultimately, take Salah's goal out of it, Mane's goal, I mean, where the defenders were, I mean, they were just non-existent. Just I think up, anyone could have scored that. I don't think, I don't think it helped first half where we lost Rudiger. Um, no, I agree. Kind of changed. You see, he's been up by far up one of our best players this season. Yeah, Rudiger. I don't know what you think of it, but there was a lot of there was a lot of pundits saying that um, Sari doesn't like to play Christiansen and Louise together because they're too similar. I don't know yeah. what you think about well, yeah. that. But... I think they're probably, well, yes and no, really. I I definitely say Louise is more of your, your cautious sort of choice. Like he's he's a good defender, but, you know, sometimes you really do think, like, it's because, um, the, so the, the bit where Salah dived, right, it, yeah, there was that, contact. I, he but, didn't get booked for that. No, I don't think, yeah. I'm not sure there was. I think that was a blatant I think it was dive. I think he should have got booked for contact, that. But it is, it's, it's but then is it, like is that. it not a penalty? Well, yeah, they, they, well, I thought there was contact. To be fair, uh, but I think it's the way he goes down. I think he kind of. But but I, 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 that's what sometimes I don't get with referees. Yeah. We're going back onto referees. Makes, that's either a penalty or a yellow card. Yeah, it's those sorts of tackles so that he makes. You kind of have your heart in your mouth and you're like, ooh, you know, he, he goes in sometimes and he just either completely misses the ball or just goes through the player. You know, no. It's kind of his style, isn't it? I don't know. I just, yeah, I, I know what you mean. But I, I, I kind of think, I think it was, I, I think it was easier than it should have been for Liverpool, to be honest. I think that Chelsea could have put up much more of a fight. I just, I just absolutely not, not just Salah's part in his goal, but I absolutely loved the ball from Van Dyke, where he, he's got the ball sort of in and around the centre center circle. He looks up, he sort of pings a 20, 25 yard ball on on a sixpence to salary. One touch, he sort of drives and then shoots. Yeah. It's such a good goal. Every just those two bits, the sort of the pass and the the finish were were unbelievable. And I think I, I don't want to dwell on it, but I almost think it's it's karma for for, for the sort of what happened with with the Chelsea fans and and the right. video about Mo Salah. What for Arsenal? <laughs> and it, no, I'm, I'm not getting into it because we all know it's wrong. 
but oh, yeah, it's almost definitely. just like a bit of karma and he's still not really to, fans, to... are they? That's the problem. Well, unfortunately they they're, that, they're, like, they're, they're, they're associated with the club and it's almost just sticking two fingers but up luckily, to them. It kind of um they were back they you know, they didn't get into the game, which is Well the... yeah, rightly so. But yeah, okay, let's let's anyway, move on. Uh Watford Arsenal. Two things in this one. Arsenal even though they were playing against ten men last night, it still didn't look like that they were playing against ten men. They made very hard, much hard work of that game last night. Ben Foster, he's he's, he's no Edison, is he? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah it was, it was a strange then game. Then a minute later, Adini's getting sent off. So he's kind yeah. of, but even then, I don't think Arsenal played that well. Yeah. No, I, I don't know what you thought. Obviously, both our teams are involved in, in sort of the race for the top four. But I looked at this one and actually thought, I think Watford could do could do us a favour here. I think Watford... I thought Watford were going to win that. Yeah, I did. Um, but I, I agree with you. I don't think Arsenal it's looked favorite. great. I think that it, it's an away yeah. win for them, which, which they haven't been getting a lot lately. But it's not a performance that's, that's filling me with confidence for them. But... No. Yeah, so a strange one, but three points for them. They're now up into fourth. So, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with them. The game tonight as well. So, like, we've... we've 2-0. There's another goal. Cardiff. Oh, they've just scored. Cardiff have just gone 2-0 up. Dear, 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 dear. Well, (laughs) uh... points for them. (laughs) Yeah, well, at least they're giving it a go. Not a good week to be a Brighton fan. No. No. Anyway, so... Uh, that was the, the, the Premier League review, and we'll go straight into the EFL, uh, where I believe we've got some relegation news in the Championship. We have, yeah. After weeks, weeks, and months and months of talking about it, there, there is a relegation. But we'll start at the top. So uh, Norwich remain top. They're four points clear. They picked up a one-all draw away at Wigan. That was on Sunday afternoon. Leeds are in second. They picked up all three points, beating Sheffield Wednesday 1-0 at home. That was in the late kickoff uh, on Saturday evening, uh, meaning Sheffield United remain in third. They were only able to take a point in a one-all draw at home to Millwall, despite leading for most of the game. Um, and then I think there was a penalty miss, and then Sheffield United had a man sent off, and then they ended up drawing one-all. Uh, West Brom are in fourth. They beat Preston 4-1, and Aston Villa are in fifth, picking up their fifth win in a row, beating Bristol City 2-1. Bristol City, um, despite that defeat, they do still hold on to the last playoff place in sixth, but they're now only one point ahead of Middlesbrough in seventh and two points ahead of Derby in eighth. Both teams closed the gap with wins at the weekend. The, it, it's it's like the the final playoff places. It seems to be the one that's up for grabs. There's, there's three or four teams that... Um, that sort of in with a shout and some big teams, Middlesbrough and Derby. But I'm not where have Villa come from? They were sort of <laughs> they were mid table for for a lot of the season, and they just seem to be putting win after win after win together. And now they're, I mean, they're they're pretty consolidated in the playoffs. So um, it'd be good to see. I mean, you can have Leeds, Villa, sort of Derby, Middlesbrough, Norwich back in the Prem next season. So. Um, uh, playoff playoffs uh, will be, will be good come the end of the season. Um, yeah, so as we said at the bottom, it's all over for Ipswich. Relegation was confirmed for them on Saturday. 
Um, they only got a point in a one-all draw with Birmingham, which was not enough to keep their slim hopes alive. Not a I bad think... result, really, is it? Yeah, it's no, it's not. <laughs> but I think even if they had won, <clears throat> it was inevitable. Um, and it looks as though Bolton may be joining them shortly. They lost 4-0 away at Derby. Bolton are now 10 points from safety with only four games to play. But I think that's only half the story with Bolton, really. Um, a there's a lot of, the yeah, a lot of stuff with, with financial and really? sort of winding up orders going on. So hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll stay in business, but it'll probably be in League One. Uh, Rotherham, Rotherham, they occupy the final relegation place. They did pick up a point in a two-all draw away at Stoke, and that was after being 2-0 down. Not sure what's going on with Stoke this year. I had them to win that league. Shows what I know. Um, Millwall and Wigan, they're only two points clear with the relegation zone and both drew at the weekend. Reading managed to pick up maximum points in a 2-1 win at home to Brentford uh, to ease their relegation fears, and they're now four points clear of Rotherham. So, uh, Reading have put a bit of breathing space between them and the relegation zone. Uh, League One, Luton remained top despite losing their record-breaking unbeaten run. They lost 3-1 away at Charlton, but they're still five points clear of Barnsley, who beat Fleetwood 4-2. A victory which took Barnsley back into second and into the automatic promotion places above Sunderland, who were involved in what must be the game of the day. A nine-goal thriller, which saw nine different goal scorers. That is unreal. <laughs> nine different goal scorers, and Coventry took all three points with a 5-4 win. I don't think anyone could have predicted that outcome. Portsmouth, Cholton and Doncaster all won at the weekend to maintain their place in the playoff positions. Peterborough are the biggest threat outside of the playoffs. They're five points behind Doncaster with a game in hand, and there's a ten, and there is then a ten-point gap to Charlton in fifth. So it kind of looks like Doncaster Peterborough for the last playoff place. At the bottom, it doesn't look good for Bradford, who are rock bottom and lost again at the weekend, three-two away at Bristol Rovers. They're now nine points from safety with only four games remaining. Walsall a second bottom, and they lost again, which was their fifth defeat in a row, losing two-one away at Accrington. Southend also lost at the weekend and are in 22nd. Wimbledon fill the last relegation place but did pick up a point in a 0-0 draw away at Oxford. Um, at the bottom, there's still only a six-point gap between 15th and 23rd, so there's still all to play for. It's, it's crazy. And I do think about Wimbledon. We used to speak about them being rock bottom every oh, week, yeah. <laughs> and now there's sort of only a couple of points of getting out. So I certainly stay up. Yeah, um, I think Bradford. Um, I think Bradford are, are in a lot of trouble. I think Walsall are as well. They're just not picking up any points. But and, uh, I hear uh, Fleetwood had a knockout performance at the weekend. Boom! <laughs> we should get some sound effects for your jokes, oh, dear. Like, like a drum beat. Oh, that's uh, unbelievable. The, the, that, the, the, the police blocked his. <laughs> Did you see exit. his car? Did see like, they got in front of his car. His car. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. It's crazy. A headbutt, I, I, I've read. But anyway, yeah. League Two, Chris. League Two. Uh, so maybe a slight surprise, uh, but leaders Lincoln only drew with Cheltenham at home. Uh, but that uh, it was enough to get the promotion to League One. So congratulations to Lincoln. Um, they obviously now look to win the league overall as well, which is probably looking very much likely that they will. I think they need three points, don't they? Yep, they need just one, just one more win. Yep. 
the ever-changing second and third spots have changed again. Uh, Bury have moved up into second after they won 2-0 against Colchester. Mansfield have slipped to third as they only drew with Northampton. And MK Dons are now down to fourth. They lost to Tranmere, who went, and Tranmere are now only two points off of third place. So they're really amounting, you know. They've, they've come from nowhere actually. as well, really, haven't they? They've one of the best forms in the league at the moment, Tranmere. You know, and like I said, two points off third spot. Now they're really, you know, looking in a handy position. Um, so yeah, uh, Forest Green recorded a win. They're in sixth, and you know, even themselves they're really six points off a third as well for us green now so you know they, they might mount a, a small chance of automatic promotion um but they're, they're well into the playoff positions now so they even if they don't make the automatic promotion they're very much like that they'll get playoff place um and Exeter make up the last playoff play for the seventh they beat port vale by two goals to nil Carlisle, who sit just outside the playoffs, are now four points behind as well. So there's a four-point cushion for Exeter in seventh now. So yeah, it's, it's getting very close, and no change at the bottom. All three teams lost. Uh, so still only only one team for survival. So that's between Yeovil, Maxfield, and North County. It, it it's definitely. It's- two of those three isn't it because the, oh, yeah, the, yeah, gap, yeah, the gap to gap, Cambridge is six yeah, points six points now so um but yeah. it's interesting because Macclesfield and Yeovil sort of both play mid-table don't they Yeovil have got crew Yeovil, in 14 for Macclesfield Yeovil, have got Northampton in 15 yeah and Yeovil have got to play Bury last game of the season as well and Bury obviously trying to get that automatic promotion play so yeah, yeah, we'll gonna... probably get the slightest hardest run in. What's your gut feel, Chris? Uh, yeah, Do you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, always the optimist. Yeah. It's 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 sad, but I'm gonna go the other way. I think they're gonna do it. I think they're gonna stay gonna up. Need... I see, yeah, they're letting kids in for free on Monday. I see again. So they're trying to you know drum up people to get people there to support them. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Obviously, big weekend for for the EFL, isn't it? They've got two lots of games in those teams. So. Well, I, I'm going to stick my neck out and say if, if Macclesfield win or pick up three or four points over the weekend and Yeovil pick up nothing, then I think it's done. Yeah. I think, but I think I, I'm, I'm going to keep the faith. Over. I'm going to keep the faith a little bit. The only saving grace for Yeovil is that they do have the best goal difference out of the three teams. So, yeah, I'll have to wait and see. But, well, well, that was the EFL. I'm sure next week we'll probably have more ups and downs, promotion and relegations to talk about. Uh, So that's the end of part one. Part two, back with a bit on predictions. Our special topic, which is about uh, one of the EFL leagues, the championship, and... How hard it is to come back up into the Premier League once you have gone down, and I will try and guess Pete's teaser. So we'll be back in part two. Hello, and welcome back to part two of View from the Sideline podcast. Um, as we do uh, every week, we're just going to give you a quick update 
on the predictions challenge. We've only got a handful of rounds left, really, I think. Um, so yeah. last week, uh, Mark was our guest. He scored a very respectable 20 points, but Chris got 25 all by the last game, Chris. So you got the yeah, score right. I got five, um, five out of six right. Yeah, you did. Very good. Um, but yeah, 25 points. Um, myself and Mark on 20. So this week, um, Karen is our guest. Um, so she'll be the next up to see if she can uh, topple Jamie. The trophy, Chris, is yeah. in your hands, yeah. I believe. I it's under it lock and key. It's in, at in your home. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's there. It's here. Um, yeah. it, everything's a little bit more real about the uh, the predictions challenge, which um, someone other than me is going to have their hands. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder if um, I'll get to hold it before it um, before it goes I'm out sure to the winner. Sure I do hope will. so. I do hope so. Um, it, it has the same meaning to me as like the World Cup does to professional <laughs> footballers. I suppose <laughs> that's the only uh, only sort of relation I can. I can make to it. I've, had to, it's I've a, had to build a, a beautiful trophy, trophy. just to put it in. It, is it true you've got um, police um, sort of guard at <laughs> yeah, your yeah. door? Yeah, I can see it from there, mate. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. The, <laughs> it's the talk of Yeovil, isn't it? It's, it's the talk of um, Yeovil that um, <laughs> people are paying to come in and <laughs> come in and have a look at it. I will be at Hewish Park like on Monday exhibition. with the trophy. You can come and have your, your picture taken with it. <laughs> oh, what bad taste that would be if it was the day Yeovil got relegated. Yeah, you, yeah, here's a trophy. You can have you, a picture of it. You turned up with a predictions yeah. challenge trophy. Anyway, sure I'd get it off. Uh, we move on. So, um, special topic this week is around... Um, Relegation from the Premier League, I guess, because yeah. because we've got we've two, got two confirmed teams, yeah. yeah, Fulham and Huddersfield, both going down. I think um, it's almost like going into the the abyss of uh, yeah. the abyss of football I, I sometimes. Because be completely honest with you, I didn't realise how many teams in that league have actually been in the Premier League until I actually sat there and counted. Well, I've, got, I've got some stats for you, Chris. I don't know yeah, if we yeah. had a stat alarm. This is where this is where we would use it. This this doesn't help to answer the question, I don't think. But you know me, I like a number. So there's a total of since the Premier League started. There's a total of, and I've got to be careful with this as well because I don't want to reveal any of the answers to the teaser question. No, go ahead, go ahead with it. So um, I'm just going to give you numbers. Um, so uh, there's a total of 41 different teams have been relegated from the Premier League since it started. And from those 41, only 11 are actually in the Premier League this season. And only eight of those teams have ever been promoted back to the Premier League. So roughly only 20% of the teams that have been relegated have ever come oh. back up. Oh, wow. So the teams that after relegation have never come back into the Premier League include Oldham, Wimbledon, Sheffield Wednesday, Coventry, Leeds, Portsmouth, Reading and Aston Villa. So after relegation, they never came back up. But teams that did come back up include like Norwich, Ipswich, uh, Swindon, Sheffield. Oh, no, that's the wrong list. No apologies. So it's people like Watford, West Ham, Wolves, Southampton, Newcastle, Burnley, 
those sort of teams that have come back up. So I think it just shows how how difficult. Yeah, how? Yeah, you think Villa? I think Villa went down fifteen, sixteen season. Leeds went down in two thousand and three. It was that, that long was ago. The, and was they, that the year that they were in the Champions League as well? Was it that year? 2002, I'm 2003? Not sure. I think it may have been slightly earlier. Oh, right. But the surprising thing with that is that they haven't been back up since. Crazy, isn't it? So they, it, cause they went down to, They actually went down to League One as well, didn't they? I, I vaguely remember. But Yes, but it, that happens to a lot of cause them. Because on... When you get relegated, so you get a one-off payment, don't you? From, um, I no, guess you, just, you get parachute payments. Yeah. I, th- I think so it's, for, for, two so I think it's for two years. I think it's for two seasons. Okay, and is that that's there to help you adjust to life in the championship and to, I suppose, well, any money that you lose from yeah, being well, to the Premier League. I, I think I, there's a, I think there's a number of reasons. I mean, a lot of football clubs these days they will put into players contracts about relegation and, and any sort of. You, you won't you won't find a lot of players that will hold their Premier League salary if if they get relegated yeah, and yeah. stay with their club. So, um, but I think that you've if you've got football sort of football clubs that are in the Premier League that are living sort of off the, the TV rights and things like that. If you drop to the Championship and you lose that, I, I'm not sure clubs would still... No. So I, I think you probably have a lead situation where there would be so much issues financially that, that the parachute payments sort of give them that sort of 12, 24-month buffer to actually to get themselves sorted. Uh, yeah, yeah, case, probably. Yeah. I'd, I'd say that's probably what it's would around. You, would you say that the Championship is probably the, the the most competitive second-tier league in the world? Absolutely. I went through, I went through about the... seven or eight different European second-tier leagues, and there aren't hardly any sort of big first like big what we would call Premier League teams in in those leagues but when you yeah. look at the size of the clubs in the championship it's unbelievable you... like they they could like this is outrageous to say but you could probably say at least half of those teams in the championship at the moment could give it a good shot of survival in the Premier League yeah, they could do, but I'm, I think when 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 you're comparing it to to other leagues around Europe, I think if you look at the even just sort of your Aston Villas, your Nottingham Forest, your Leeds, the sort of the, the success that these teams have had domestically and the, the success that these teams have had in Europe as yeah, well, yeah. I don't I don't think there's any sort of caliber of teams in second tiers around Europe that have maybe had the same sort of level of success i think that's why i'm not plugging it again but we've got a, a, a blog on the website about the championship and about how yeah. it's one of the if not the most exciting leagues in the world in world football oh, yeah. the, the 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 level of um teams that you've got in that division it just shows that you can't it's such a difficult league to to predict. You you can never sort of say that the the two or the three teams that are going to get promoted 
in any given season in the championship. I remember when Yeovil were in the championship, you know, five, six seasons ago, you know, some of the teams that they were coming up against, like Leeds, you know, I, I remember going to watch them play Leeds. It was unbelievable. And teams that have just, you think they were playing teams that had just been relegated from the, the Premier League as well. It was, it was crazy. I've seen Derby, I've seen Leeds, Sheffield United, I've seen loads and loads of teams that, you know, you would never think that Yeovil would be able to play. And, you know, no, but I think because the, of the vast. You but, know, but, but but the the difficulty this is the whole the whole the whole thing with how difficult it is to come back up so yeah that's what i mean co- just... co- correct me if i'm wrong i think bradford are the lowest placed team in the, in english football at the moment like sort of ex, been, ex yeah, premier yeah. league side so they they're bottom of league 1 so i remember when when sort of not not that long ago, Bradford knocked Chelsea out of the FA Cup, and when they're in the Premier League, I mean, they were given they were given a good account of themselves. But it just it just sort of shows. I think Sunderland's an example, Coventry, Portsmouth. Portsmouth. I know yeah. some of them have had sort of financial difficulties and yeah. stuff. Yeah, Wigan, all these te- Reading. If you think about how good Reading were, it's a almost, decent established Premier League side. You're you, basically. Yeah. You're going into a second Premier League, aren't you? With the amount of teams that have played in the Premier League, the Championship, you are playing mostly. You are Premier yeah, League. Yeah, you are. It's, it's, you know, what 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 is it you think? What is it you you think that it's my thinking on Stoke to win the Championship? That's my prediction for Stoke to win the championship. And a lot of it was because they were such an established Premier League side. They were, they were, they were playing Premier League teams week in, week out. They was, they were very established. They were getting wins against the top six sides. I just, I just thought they're going to go down to the championship. They, they kept the, the nucleus of their squad together. If you think who they've got, Butland, Shawcross, Joe Allen, Tom Ince, um, a phobie, James McLean. I mean, they've got all these players. I just thought they would be the best equipped maybe, to come yeah. straight back up. And maybe if anything, they just didn't they've realize. been closer to, maybe, but they've yeah. been closer to relegation. They, maybe they, they took a, it for granted, you know that they, you know. But but they, they put a manager in there. They put a manager in there that that's used to the used to the sort of Championship, League One level football. I, I don't. Is about that league that it just swallows you up. I think, I think for the purposes of, of what the, the the topic we're talking about when you're talking about Fulham and Huddersfield, I don't think either of them will come back straight away. No, no. I think I think the problem is with that league is if you don't go straight back up, that's when you're going to struggle. I think. I think with, with the Championship, I think if you get relegated from the Premier League, your best chance to go and your best chance is to go back up in the first season of the championship. Otherwise, like you said, you'll, you'll just get swallowed by that league because you'll have more potential Premier League clubs coming back in into that league, filtering back in, plus potential old Premier League teams coming back up from League One. You know, you, you every every week, you potentially will be playing an old Premier League team. 
It's yeah, I mean, it's just crazy, just it? a varying degree. I mean, I know that if, if you go, I mean, F- Fulham, for example, and I mean, I'm pretty sure people like Mitrovic, um, Sessignon, um, Chambers. Oh, yeah, I, no, people like that probably won't play, won't stay, but they will probably bring people in who are more accustomed to that. And you've got to think that, I mean, although Fulham brought a lot of players in, that the nucleus of their got, side yeah. was so good I think good Fulham in the have probably got the better chance just, of the... Yeah, they have, but as long I as don't they keep like you said I, the. I, I think if you look at or... if you look at Cardiff, Brighton, um, I'm just sort of trying to draw a, a line in the Premier League table to say who I think would, I think Newcastle would probably be all right. Teams like Bournemouth, but Burnley. I mean, honestly, if Burnley went down to the Championship, I know they probably won't. But if they were to, I'm not convinced they would come straight back up i'd say there's better clubs in the championship than than burnley at this present time yeah maybe there is i I just it it, it's just such a difficult situation to yeah let's say let's say cardiff or brighton so let's just say that the final uh, relegation place is taken by one of those teams two teams i don't think any of those three would come straight back up Any of the three that go would. down, I don't think will come straight back up. I just think that that di- that division is so so difficult, and it's so it's so it's not like the Premier League where you can say there's six teams. What there's one of six teams in the in the take Leicester out because that was, I mean that was a bit of a fluke. But there's there's a core of six teams that are always going to win that league year in year out if you look at the championship that that doesn't happen i know teams go up from the championships and no one's ever going to win it two years in a row but it it just doesn't happen um i just find it interesting as to what what that reason is i'm not sure it's it's purely financial i just think it's the 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 level of football the the games the 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 saturday tuesday saturday Wednesday. you're playing a lot more games as well aren't you you're playing Potentially, obviously, you league league game wise, you're playing eight games more, and then if you think you get into the playoffs, and then the playoff final, the, the that's, playoffs that's is that's just another. a lottery. I I couldn't yeah. pick I couldn't pick a playoff winner. I think it's that that tight. I mean, you you would sort your head sort of goes towards Villa because, but is that because of the history of the club? I mean, they got to the final last year and lost anyone's game. Isn't it? Um, it, it is, it is. And then you think of the teams coming the other way. I mean, Norwich, are they, are they equipped enough to stay in the league? I mean, Wolves have shown that it can be done this year, but they've got amazing not, The thing is for Norwich, they're... they've been back and forth a couple of times, haven't they, in the last sort of 10 years? They've never really managed to establish themselves in that league. Um, but maybe Middles, they try Middlesbrough's, Middlesbrough's the one that that got me thinking because if you think like that, they were such they, I mean, they still are, they're such a well run club. Um, yeah. and I always remember them getting sort of deep and into the finals of the League Cup and FA Cup runs and things like that. and They've been gone a few years now, and I sort of haven't really pushed, sort of, to being that close to coming back up. It's it's, it's, it's a difficult, difficult that division. Leeds haven't been in the Premier League since two thousand and three, which is unbelievable. They've been in. It's a it's a funny stat. Crazy. The, the, the the four that I picked out: so Villa went down in fifteen sixteen and haven't come back. 
Leeds was 0304, Blackburn 2011-2012, Portsmouth. I mean, if you think of the players Portsmouth had, they won the FA Cup. Obviously, when Harry Redknapp was there, etc. 2009-10. Uh, so it's ten, ten, nearly ten years ago. Portsmouth went down, and they haven't come back up. And if you think that they dropped two divisions, oh yeah, um, yeah. I mean they're they, not they, guaranteed. It, it, it looks like they're bound. Day, for, it it yeah, did, and it looks yeah. like they're bound for the playoffs in League One this year, and that's not going to be easy. So, um, yeah, it's it's a it's another Quacky another league. team that's sort. Of, it is, it is. But you, you've got you only look at people like Bolton, QPR, Ipswich, Swindon, Oldham. All these sort. I mean, I know they were there or thereabouts when the Premier League sort of first started, but financially these teams are nowhere near getting anywhere near the premier league again no not um, for years to come no absolutely charlton i mean charlton were a decent premier league side and now they're sort of i mean again they're in the playoff picture but i can't see them getting back up into into the premier league anytime soon um predictions will be good next year chris because we'll um we'll include our championship predictions yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at the beginning of the season, but yeah, so interesting topic. Difficult interesting league topic. to get out of, but an exciting league. I think that's the sort of. Yeah, I wouldn't be adverse to support. I mean, this is going to sound like I'm a glory hunter, but I am a Norwich oh, fan when it comes glory to the champions. They're top. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I don't want to. I don't want it to sound like yeah. I'm a glory hunter, but I'm a Perth. That's... I'm a Perth fan, mate. They've just won the league. They have, yeah. But my, my granddad was was from from Norfolk, and he was a Norwich fan. So I, I take it from there. Oh, so right. I'd, I'd I'd love to see Norwich come back up. Cool. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll move on to the teaser answer. Um, so the teaser was the three. Was it three Premier League teams that have won the league and been relegated? Was that correct? Yeah. Yeah, sorry, okay. I'm just going to just very quickly Barcelona 3 0. Uh, I said looks like, looks, like, it'd be free looks, like, looks like that one's over. Sorry, Chris. Um, so, well, I, I think, well, Blackburn are one of them, I believe. Blackburn, correct. Okay. Uh, Leicester? Correct. The, the third one is the one that's. The That's third one is the one that uh, I struggled with as well. You struggled with it as well. I okay. did. Uh, I don't even know if this team have won the league. I can't remember. Um, but I was, I'm, I'm drawn to them for some reason. I will say Newcastle. Chris. Have you ever known Newcastle to win the Premier League? This is what I mean. I, swear, I don't know why I kept thinking of Newcastle. That's all I kept thinking about, Newcastle. It's not Newcastle. Uh, it's going to surprise you. It's Man City. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have been relegated. Man City were relegated from the one of the first four seasons of the Premier League, I think. Uh, they they, they were they were re- they were relegated the one of the years that United won it. Oh, good year for them, huh? But you wouldn't have thought it now. But yeah, that was the one I couldn't get. So Man City, uh, Leicester, and Blackburn are the three teams that have won it, but also been relegated from it. Honestly, no, I'm going. All right, Pete, Pete is good. 
Pete's good at these. All right. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's it for this week. Uh, just a few things. We have got a poll on Twitter at the moment for a player of our player of the season. So we're going to do a sort of an awards thingy. So all the details are on Facebook and Twitter about that. But there is a poll at the moment uh, running on Twitter for player of the season. Uh, so uh, I'll, I'll tweet that out again at some point this week. Yeah, uh, thanks to was... uh, th- thanks to everyone who's voted already. I think yeah. we've had over yeah. 150 votes so far, which is so really that's, good. Uh, so that's one so, thing. Um... Secondly, uh, on our YouTube channel, there's we've almost at 2,000 views on our videos. Well, we are. Podcast, say so. We're very surprised because it's uh, over the last sort of month or so. It's it's kind of dramatically grown um so yeah so thank you for everyone that that has uh listened to the podcast um please yeah. subscribe please if, yeah. if you like what you yeah, hear yeah. please um please give us a thumbs up and um and subscribe yeah we uh i don't think we ever thought we'd we'd get to that sort of audience when we first started so it's um it's great to nearly be at uh, 2000 um views on youtube obviously on itunes and spotify as well um but yeah thanks to everyone who's yeah. listening and like i say if you uh if you like what you hear give us a, a thumbs up and subscribe it's all appreciated keeps us going so uh <laughs> that is that is it uh so anything else rich no not really just the website go to the website read the blogs um, read, read the, I, I think what would be a really good blog. idea, actually, yeah, is I, I, maybe it's something we should put out on social media. But um, the, the 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 sort of blog thing is something that I think is is really good and something that really works for us um, to put to put our views out on on certain things. But I'd, I'd absolutely open it up if there's anyone that is listening um, or listens regularly that that wants to have a, have a shot at writing something. I mean, the, the, we, we get quite a few hits on the website, Chris. I think you'll agree. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe 100 or so a month. So, there, I mean, there is an audience for it. If anyone wants to write anything, and obviously we can put it on the website, there's not a problem. We'd happily um, invite that if anyone wants to have a go. That's it, I think. Cool. Yeah, yep. Go to the website. So we'll, uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, so we'll see you then. Yep. See you next week.